Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Before we get into our passage this week, Heritage Bible Church wants to announce to you ladies an upcoming opportunity. Our 2019 Ladies Conference will be held on Friday, September 20th through Saturday, September 21st. This year's theme is Living Wise in a Foolish World. You can find out more and sign up on our website at www.hbc-boise.org. That's www.hbc-boise.org. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, our study through the book of Mark has entered the second chapter. But before we dig into verse 1, Pastor Jim will be preaching this week on what he calls Mark chapter 2, verse 0. Mark features Jesus' deity through various accounts of miraculous healings. So before we go further, it's important to ask, how should we think about these miraculous healings and claims today of similar healings? As you'll see, they are not the same. We'll let Pastor Jim get right into it today with this portion of the sermon entitled, all those healings. I'd like you to come to the Gospel of Mark, please. And as you look for where we are today, we're going to talk right in the white space between the end of chapter 1 and the beginning of chapter 2. Hence, I've given this the reference Mark chapter 2, verse 0. If you were to dig through dusty old things and find a series that I've done before, you would find a very similar sermon at Matthew chapter 8 verse 0 and at John or at uh, yes John chapter 5 verse 0 and here's what's going on at at every turn in the gospel of Mark we are seeing him build up more and more evidence that Jesus is the Christ the son of God that's what he said the whole thing was about chapter 1 verse 1 Mark describes in the process, many miracles performed by Jesus. Just in chapter 1, we have seen an exorcism. He cast out a demon from a man in the synagogue. We've seen the details of two healings, and we've seen references to countless more healings. When we enter chapter 2, we are going to see one of the more famous miracles of Jesus, along with a very powerful statement of how miracles fit into his ministry. So today is an interlude in the series of Mark. You might, you might say it's all introduction and no sermon, but instead of forward progress in Mark, this is a theological overview of the subject of healing. It's all over the ministry of Jesus. Healing sick people was a prominent part of his earthly ministry, but it was never the main point. Do you realize Everybody Jesus healed went on to die. The healing wasn't the point, but why all those healings? And, and why don't we see things like that happening now? Well, since healing was such a prominent part of Jesus' 
earthly ministry, and especially the time of his ministry that we're visiting now in Mark chapters 1 and 2, the great Galilean ministry. It's a good time to study this subject so that you can make the most of the rest of Mark and the other Gospels as you work your way through. Now, as we come to the subject of healing, I want to acknowledge there is much debate about this, and there is a tremendous amount of profoundly carnal controversy over the spiritual gift of healing. That gift is mentioned three times in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. To hear some people talk, you'd think it was about three times per page in the whole New Testament. Uh, And the debate, by the way, isn't limited to healing. There are similar issues with all four of the so-called miraculous gifts, which include healing, miracles, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. But we're only going to focus on healing today. And almost always with these arguments, you see certain characteristics. Most of the time, most people who study this will set out with a desire to prove one position. On one extreme, you have people who uh, vigorously try to validate their own activities, so they resort to almost anything to try to prove that what they're doing today matches what Jesus did in His day. There are others who are so threatened by even exploring the possibility that such a thing could happen today. They resort to irrational, defensive, unloving, name-calling counterproofs. You also find that almost everything written on the, the subject or preached on this subject usually fails to deal with all the data available. So when I tell you things about healing today, I'm going to invite you to take what I tell you and match it up with every single case of healing you see in the Bible and see if it fits. We can't cover them all today, but I want you to think it through. The good news is there are some valuable exceptions. There are some people who deal with all of the data. You'll also find that these discussions are sadly tainted by the presence of charlatans in our world who make it very hard to discuss the subject without it turning into a discussion of personalities. And it doesn't matter what personalities are involved. It's What does God's Word say that matters? So my goal is to help you understand what the Scriptures say about healing. Every experience we have, every claim of healing has to be understood within the framework of Scripture. God never does anything contrary to His revealed Word. We have all these healings in the Gospel. So I'm going to give you a very simple outline. Number one, how does healing work? And number two, I'm going to deal with three questions that I think demand answers and are worthy of addressing even as limited as our time is. So the first question is, how does healing work? Well, let's go look at the one that did the most. Of all the healings recorded in the Bible, probably 99% of them were done by Jesus. So let's, let's look there. He set the pattern for the spiritual gift of healing, and he did a tremendous amount of it, you will find six characteristics of Jesus' healing ministry. And as I say, you can try these against all the records of all the healings in all the Gospels and actually elsewhere in the Scriptures. Number one, Jesus healed with a word or a touch. Now, usually he touched people. Last week we saw him touch the leper. That was pretty amazing. 
because he didn't go around touching lepers, but he, but he did. He also could heal with a word. In the case of Peter's mother-in-law, he did both. He spoke and rebuked the fever, and then he grabbed her hand and pulled her up. So it's a word and a touch in that case. There is a case in John chapter 4 where Jesus healed a nobleman's son. There's a case in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13, where he healed a centurion's servant. And when he did it, he did it by speaking a word from miles away. Uh, and then Mark, 25, Mark 5, 25 to 34, we'll see when we get there. That's where the woman who'd had a hemorrhage for 12 years was healed just by <coughs> touching Jesus' cloak without Jesus even saying or doing anything. And he said, remember, he was in this great crush of people. He said, who touched me? And, and his disciples are saying, oh, Lord, have you noticed? You've bumped into about 70 people in the last three minutes. Who touched me? Well, he, there was a, heal, a healing by the touch. Jesus healed with a word or a touch. There didn't have to be any other shenanigans involved, just a word or a touch. Secondly, Jesus healed totally. You can check this out. Every healing Jesus did fits this. There was never a recuperation period. The cure was always total. You go over to Luke chapter 5, verses uh, 24 and 25, and it says this, But in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So the healing isn't the point. The healing was to show that what he said was true. It's easy to say your sins are forgiven. Anybody can say that, but can they do this? So it says, he said to the paralytic, so a paralyzed man, I say to you, rise and take up your stretcher and go home. And at once he rose up before them and took up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. He was totally healed. Number four, he healed with a word or a touch. He healed instantly. He healed totally. And Jesus healed everyone he desired to at will. You don't see that today. Not anywhere, not ever. There were never lines of disappointed people left to be carried back home from a healing meeting of Jesus or to be taken in their wheelchair or on crutches. You uh, listen to the, the testimony of, uh, of our good friend Justin Peters, born with uh, cerebral palsy and, and, and went to a Benny Hinn healing uh, thing that took, and, and honestly, openly went to be healed. This was before he began investigating the whole movement and discovering that the entire thing is a fraud. What do they do with people like Justin? They greet them, and then they put them behind a curtain at the back of the auditorium where nobody can see them, and they never, ever get to the front of the line. That's not the way the gift of healing operates. Luke chapter 4, verse 40 While the sun was setting, all who had any sick with various diseases brought them to him, and laying hands on every one of them, he was healing them. That's how the real gift operates. Or Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, talking about that same time in Jesus' life. Jesus was going about in all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing 
every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.